I hate so much about the things that you choose to be. Tigers, welcome back to the Offensive Board Podcast where we banter and basketball. My name is Jake Bocco and my thirsty triple is back. I have Luke Gertz. Hi. And I have Nick Fell. Oi. Look at that, it's like a primary school kids show sort of intro. You remember those, like Go Go Stop sort of thing? Mate, Go Go Stop was the shit. It was, yeah, wasn't absolutely. It? Go, 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 <laughs> I go, dreamed stop. of my school being a part of that. I dreamed about it. That was so good. Can we do like a cheeky oh. basketball version of that game? Sure. Go, go, stop. Sounds good. That would get views, wouldn't it? Surely. I mean, uh, not that I do it for the views or listens. I just we do it for the lols. <laughs> There's oh, got to be a way to work that out. I could do it. Actually, speaking of, in my old place, that I was staying at, we had to clear out all the furniture while we're moving, and I noticed that the tiles on the ground were a perfect sort of floor to do a go-go stop sort of setup. So I did buy tape and stuff. I was actually going to grid it out and set it out nicely. I was going to write cards, so if you step on it, like, oh, are you going to go, or do you have to stop, or is it detour? All that fun, fun shit. Are we talking so about good. the? Are we talking about the house that's in the village, like four hundred miles from Melbourne? No, 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 no. This was Williamstown. This was in civilization. It's okay. <laughs> this is where there's internet and there's not black and white TVs. That's where I'll stay. But I'm still here thinking about ways to do this go-go stop. We will figure it out. We'll get this done. Obviously, NBA questions. Yes. Obviously, mm-hmm. but we need the. Just need the right area and right technique to flip the tiles basically easily once this COVID-19 restrictions lifts which may be soon fingers crossed boys go to an outdoor court just get some spray paint or chalk and draw Something. up the grid in saying that how have we been we've been good um yeah been, good. Been, been swell how has basketball gone for you guys your opinions all good um, don't really care. Boston's not in, so I actually uh, stumbled across my first uh, shoot around uh, yesterday. Shot more bricks than I did threes. Standard. <laughs> That's standard. That's What's changed? Still the same. How thing. much? <laughs> how much you selling the house for? <laughs> you know what? Nothing's changed. I still have my ugly release that goes in for three. I can't wait to show the viewers, our listeners your shot and just hear <laughs> the, crit- yeah. the criticism flying in the past. couple pods ago, you were criticizing other someone else's shot. I wasn't Me? criticizing Jake's shot. I was saying yeah, he was got Jake. the ball and just sat there. <laughs> it wasn't the shot. It was the decision making. <laughs> well, yeah, I take that time. Am I going to pass and get that sweet, sweet assist or am I going to make buckets, baby? Depends who you pass to. Because like <laughs> I have a four general. Then you are uh, Jake. No. I don't know. How about this, Jake? We'll give you the ball now and we'll come out back tomorrow morning and we'll see if you still have it in your hands. <laughs> Just going from the guy that takes a sweet... Like, you can write, write a novel in the time it takes you to release the shot. Harry List Potter. goes in. So five you've made your decision. In quicker time. Harry Potter 5 was written in quicker time. <laughs> the Oxford Dictionary was written in quicker time. <laughs> 
Encyclopedias A through to Z. <laughs> done quicker. Right, let's run down this episode that we're going to have for you today. We've got a news segment that I'm introducing, so you better like it. We're going to go through games Ooh. one, two, four. <laughs> and finally, we're going to rehash an old segment that we love. It's stereotypes led by the goat himself. You excited for that one? I'm fucking stoked. <laughs> stay tuned. Obviously here. Stay tuned for that one. I'll come at the end. It's a good chunk. Well, let's start with the hard-hitting news of the week. It is the 8th of the... A ten, I was going to write 8th of the October, but slow off the tongue nicely. It's the 8th of October, so these are the news headlines as they stand. Boys, chime in with your opinions when you need, okay? Yes, so, sir. The Atlanta Hawks have released their entire jersey collection for this up-and-coming season with their revisualized throwback home and away and now the MLK alternative jerseys. Sticking with the peach, sticking with the message, sticking it up the white supremacists. You like that? Yeah. I huge. So you go first, Nick. I said I was going to say I'm a huge fan of the MLK jersey. Um, I don't know if you boys have seen it yet, but oh, it that's looks a lie. sick. I love it. Yeah, and it's a uh, and it's a mad shout out to show that you know obviously the players have taken the stand with what's going on, but now it's clear that the organisations and I don't know if everyone will follow suit, but it's clear that organisations are going to start taking the stand as well. Both. Um. Old. Talk more about just the because I know they probably won't. They don't really wear those city jerseys a lot. They do wear them, but it's not their main. So I actually am a big fan of their home away and alternate jerseys. They they look schmick, pristine. The black one does things to me sexually that I don't want to go into too much detail about. That's okay. Um, but yeah, I just (laughs) I just really like the look of it. Just the uh, colour down the side, the writing, it just looks clean. And We are a big fan of jerseys on this program. <laughs> oh, we are. We did a whole podcast about jerseys. Just jerseys, yeah. We're, that is coming very, very soon. I will say, as Nick touched on, that it is great to see that these... Like, Atlanta was not one of the franchises that came to the bubble and could display their, their protests or mm. their uh, voices on the... Black Lives Matter movement. So this is great steps in the fact that it's going to continue on for many, many seasons to come, as it looks like. Good. In the grand mall. So great, great stuff. Second headline. Doc Rivers got released as head coach of the Los Angeles Clippers and has been picked up by the Philadelphia 76ers in literally nanoseconds. Good to see that the Philadelphia 76ers look to break their playoff hoodoo by bringing in a coach famous for breaking playoff hoods. <laughs> Stop Rivers, the right call. Yes. Uh, uh, to, to be... He, as, we, as I said before, he makes the right... At Clippers, he was more than just a head coach. He made a, a lot of right moves to bring in players, take out players. So he's going to make a lot more smarter moves where Alton Brand, who is... <laughs> Recently, he has, since he's come into the role as a GM, has had a lot of turnover of players. Um, like, they bring in JJ Reddick. He wasn't there for too long, I don't think. Well, when they got good, he wasn't there for too long. Then they got rid of him like that. Um, so, I think Rivers will help steady the ship with not a lot of turnover. I know he has said that um, 
everyone's available, but that again is just getting a team for him. You got to you got to be that, able to coach a team, and that's where it comes. That come, it's where it comes into my point. I'll be. You said is Doc Rivers a good move? You can't say yet because the first thing Doc Rivers wants to do is trade. Okay, I would probably say he's their second best player in Ben Simmons because he wants Lamelo Ball. So. I think it's too early to rule the assessment on whether Doc Rivers is going to be the right fit because it sounds like he wants to make moves before we we are able to assess whether he's a successful head coach there. Honestly, I see why they're like why someone want ball over him because ball can shoot. Oh, it, I'm not saying that it doesn't make sense. I'm and it's a very that. good marketing chip, and I feel like that's a bit of an angle. Everyone's anyone who picks up Lamella Ball is more going at a well, not more going. He's a talented player, but is looking at the market value as well. Yeah. I'll be interested to see what sort of moves they make first because, you know, they've obviously had a lot of issues this season that I think need to be solved before you can kind of assess Doc Rivers as a coach himself. I thought Brett Brown was in a terrible situation this mm. year and I thought he made, you know, I know they got swept, but I mean, I'm, I'm not surprised they're stuck in this sort of rut and I well, think this yes. could, could be a rut buster. Sweat without sweat without Ben Simmons, so he's a big inclusion. Um, like you look at it, they have really no, they had no other contributors. Simmons would obviously help. Embiid had thirty plus every game. So, as I said, Brett Brown was in a bit of a shit spot, but this wasn't his first year. So, of course, he had enough chances to trust the process. How long is this process? Does Doc Rivers end the process? That's the question. Does he end the process? Have to the wait and see. We're walking in and going like we should have won a championship three years ago. <laughs> what, what the hell's happened? Yeah, that He'll should be his, go... that, That's his first move. Fucking off that slogan. <laughs> You'll bring in Chris Paul, Blake Griffin, and DeAndre Jordan. And try and run it back. Try it again with Philadelphia. Matt Barnes, Matt Barnes, yeah. Carol, Same Carol colors Butler. too. Yeah, yeah, it's all probably good. made it's the all... jerseys red as well. Jamal we'll Crawford. <laughs> Sweet Lou has to call off. Oh, sweet Lou has to. Can't forget Luke Richard and Mute as well. Yes, you easily can. I did. He's <laughs> the Who? man with the longest name I've ever seen. Who? <laughs> Emba Amute. Lakmaba Amute. Fucking love that name. Sometimes I sign him on 2K just because of his name. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, final headline, the Los Angeles Lakers have officially got the most ruthless fans in the NBA. As the petition to bar Kyle Kuzma from getting a ring hits 6,000 signatures. According to the petition, Lakers fans claim Kuzma is a fuckboy, which to be fair, looking at the lineup, you've got Davis, LeBron and Caruso. That seems like an accurate observation. Good on your Lakers fans. <laughs> off, off the bench, 24-year-old Kuzma is averaging 11 points in this series. Is this harsh? Well, I think it's a bit harsh. Obviously, as you said, he's off the bench and he's got Davis and LeBron there who are carrying the team. And then even before him, you've got Dwight Howard who has just absolutely stepped up. And then before him again, Rajan Rondo. So I think he, for his role at that um, franchise, he's doing his role well. Obviously, there's a few things he does that are like that Magic Johnson pass. type pass, which was turnover. <laughs> um, that was brilliant. But you look at one of his other passes where you'd probably think a year ago or two, he goes for a contested layup where 
in this series, he did a nice little handoff to Davis for an open dunk. So you look at his development and you think, well, he's still an asset to that team. And I think it's a bit harsh to try and deny him a ring. See, the thing is, you're prepared, like you guys said in the pod last last week, the, uh, I believe if I've got this correct, the Miami Heat would give Dion Waiters a ring if they won. Mm-hmm. He's not yeah. even on their team right now. And yet he, you're literally, I get that he was on the team earlier, but you're literally petitioning for a player who's currently on the team to not get a <laughs> ring. Like, I, I know that he's not been great. And, you know, if you want to be honest, I thought they should have kept Ingram over Kuzma. But I don't think that's, a, that's enough leg to stand on to deprive someone yeah, of a ring. I, I agree as well. Kuzma should have been the one gone. But also, like, that's what I said. There was, prote- I don't know, like they were talking about a trade. Uh, everyone talks about trades now. Most of the season's over. So all these rumors come out that it was going to be like Gordon Haywood and a few other things for Kuzma and a couple other things. I'm like, that could work. Could do. For both. For both. I don't mind. Be very work. interesting. I'll just say Kyle Kuzma is averaging 11 points, which is phenomenal uh, considering yeah. that he's backing up to Anthony Davis and LeBron James, who's a power forward. Exactly. Point. Anthony Davis, who's a power forward. Kyle Kuzma is a power forward. So it's, it's lucky that he's even getting minutes to start with. Exactly. And like, if this is game seven, he's not getting on that floor. Yeah. <laughs> like, you think, oh, they could move Davis to center to give Kuzma more minutes? No, because you've got JaVale McGee and Dwight Howard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Marcus Morris as well. Marcus Morris. Well, no, they have Marquise. Marquise. Oh, Marquise. So, Marquise. Marquise. Marcus is that. Um, then they have Rondo, KCP. Yeah, they've got a very full roster. Don't talk about KCP and Danny Green. That's... KCP good. was good last game, to be fair. KCP, KCP would actually... No, KCP... I'll... He's a... Yes, okay. That, that was wrong to put him in there. He's Don't, okay. Danny Green, no. Has shot more bricks than I do. Fair statement. So and your boy, yeah, yeah, go, go, go. Just statement. And Arthur DeCumpo is most likely going to get a ring. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> Good on you, Costa. Then it, Shove it up your then again, it's, Boys, it's 3-1. Don't, don't get too far ahead of yourselves. Come on. Yeah, if this but playoffs has taught us anything. Actually, that no, Lakers gentlemen sweep everyone. No, Lakers have gentlemen swept everyone yeah. they versed. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Including a certain team at the start of this whole thing. Who was that team? At least we were there. It should have been Phoenix. Or it should have yeah, been Yeah, I agree. Or it should have been, been Phoenix. Spurs. Or it should have been Pelicans. Or it should have been Kings. <laughs> the thing is, you could, you could say it could have been, but it wasn't. Yeah, because stupid technicality. I don't, that's what I didn't understand. I'm like, there's four teams on the same amount. Let them all play. That would have been fun. A little so, so if you look at the records, yeah, going back to that, just quickly, and Portland just... actually, Portland did better than the other two that tied for ninth. But Spurs played two less games. So on that <laughs> logic, you beat. Yeah. All right, fair point. Who so would be relying on? That's it. Fair point. Because if they're silence. playing like Milwaukee in the regular season, is there two games? That's I don't win. know if it counts. That's a win for the Spurs. All right. <laughs> just, touch, just finalizing this new segment, um, I was touching on Lakers being the harshest uh, sporting franchise. Is there any other sporting franchises? Branch out. 
any sport. You could talk about bad, badminton and Turkmenistan if you like. What is the harshest uh, sporting franchise? Is Lakers up there? Any South American f- uh, soccer. They literally say, yeah. shot a goalie for letting a penalty in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was, I was, oh, no, I was, was it they shot someone for a red... They shot a lot of people. They shot a goalie. There's a difference between for getting harsh a red card. and murder. <laughs> <laughs> and, and shot a referee. So... I wouldn't want to play sport in South America. <laughs> Fair enough, too. Okay, I was thinking of like Manchester United or Dallas yeah, Cowboys just... or, or Adelaide 36ers. I was thinking about that. Not so much. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. 36ers, Jesus. Now, American listeners, there is actually a team called the 36ers because that's how many points I can score. There is also a team 69ers. <laughs> <laughs> and the Jack Jumpers. Congratulations, Tasmania. Yuck. 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 <laughs> all the names they had. I can't wait to dive into Luke Brand at some point in the speculation season. Oh, Tasmania about the was better. Tasmania officially have the team. It's called the Jack Jumpers, and we have no idea what that means. I think Yuck. it's an insect. I actually it's an think ant. it's an insect. It is an ant. It's like yes. an ant. What do you, want to, be, what do you want to be an Tasmania? ant? <laughs> Why do you want to be There's an episode of the Big Bang Theory where Sheldon wants their team to be called the Fire Ants or the Army Ants because they can lift heaps yeah, of shit. It's, their... it's the Army Ants. Yeah, yeah but that's yeah. not a jack jumper. No. <laughs> Tasmania Army Ants would be better. Oh, the jack jumpers. I can't wait to dive into that. Anyway, we've got some games to get into, don't we, boys? Yeah, okay. We do, we do, yes. we do. Let's talk about it. It's currently... We're four games in. Lakers are up 3-1. One One game to go. Thank God we're doing this now. As opposed to like... Actually, no, screw it. This podcast is a great uh, sort of tradition where we tune in to news headlines and games just a bit late or a bit early. It's always when it's 3-1. That's it. It's always 3-1. So next time we tune in next week, there will be an official NBA champion. That's got to be a little exciting, right? That is going to be very exciting. Mm. It'll still be 3-1. Or it'd still be 3-1, barring another protest. Or COVID outbreak. Or COVID outbreak. So, game one, game two, game three, game four. Who wants to kick things off with some great moments that there's been? Oh, I was going to say game one was shit. <laughs> yeah, right. game one was not interesting. That's not a great one. You got Goran Dragic who goes down injured. You got Goran Dragic who goes down injured. Then you got Bam who goes injured. Then Butler who did come back but was off for a little bit getting his ankle reassessed. So he get depleted throughout the game and then lose. Miami, not, they not just look tight. but yeah. They just they seriously just look tight. Like if you watch the first half, for example, they come out all guns are blazing and they were up by like 14 in the first five minutes. And then the rest of the game, it looks like a team, it literally looks like a team that's never played finals before. Like their finals inexperienced show. Well, they haven't. Yeah, I know that. <laughs> Except for Haslam. Butler. And Iguodala. Haslam. But oh, no, final, sorry. Yeah, final, sorry, I mean finals. Yeah, I, forgot. Yeah. I thought he said playoffs. But no, I just thought they were a nervous team and, and you know, quite it, it showed that they quite underperformed in that first game. Um, I never actually genuinely believed that Miami were going to ever give them my, uh, the Lakers a shake in game one. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I, I thought it was always going to be Lakers game one. Um, I thought this series would have to be a a heat answer back sort of setup, <clears throat> but I mean, I would have liked to have seen it without 
these injuries occurring. Yeah, it was a bit of a shame seeing Bam and Dragic out. Dragic must will probably be out for the remainder of the series. Adebayo has made a bit of a return, uh, yes. but Butler since so okay, hang on. let's let's assess game one. Game one was a you can skip, you can hit the skip button with yes. game one, right? Yeah. Uh, look, yep. No, no, no praise for LeBron and AD or the bench there or KCP. He played great in game one, and we. No mention yeah, of we'll give some bro. like Davis. Yeah, he had thirty-four points, nine rebounds, five assists. Then LeBron, twenty-five points, thirteen rebounds, nine assists. So played well, shot incredibly, both fifty-two to fifty-three percent. So they were standouts. As you said, KCP, thirteen points, good for him. It was AD's very first NBA final. He did say he was, was a little nervous. <laughs> he was a bit shaken up in game one. He definitely it. turned it up though. He did. Well, that's, that's why so, everyone, when he came in the NBA, everyone was expecting this when he started. And now he's finally yeah. there. We've got to give some praise to him. Oh, God. Yeah. That man is a boost. And yeah, he had three blocks as well. That uh, Davis and LeBron had a steal. So they, you could argue they did their, did their bit just. Maybe. Yeah. Davis didn't miss a foul. You mean like he's like brought them in for a reason? No. Davis, 10 no. from 10 from the foul line and LeBron, 5 from 6. So, KCP, 5 from 5. Kuzma. Yeah, how did he do? 3 points, 8 rebounds, 2 assists, 1 steal. <laughs> Shot 14%. I think that's when the signatures really started. Like, the petition really kicked, went off the ground. Mate, 8 rebounds, though. Come on. Yeah, anyone can get a rebound. Even Nick can get a rebound. Not if I'm in that paint. <laughs> uh, shout out game 2. So game two was a bit emotional and pretty special for the Lakers franchise. Once again, they put on the Mamba jerseys and they are still undefeated. That's somewhat poetic, isn't it? I think my favorite thing of the whole thing, it was something like LeBron scored his, I think it was 24th point with 24 seconds on the shot clock uh, with like, uh, and it was the team's like 81st point or something. Yeah. You guys know what I'm talking about? Yeah, he's got 24 he's points, 24 seconds less than the shot. Oh, yeah, it was... Yeah. It was some weird stat, but it's just very... It, 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 was, it was a very special game. Um, honestly, I know you two boys off-air have been criticising me for this, but I reckon Jimmy Butler's been the player of the series, and I also think this is where he started to turn it up, even though they lost. Look, I see him turn it up. He played, but like, 25 points, 8 rebounds, 13 assists. Played 44 minutes, 44 minutes and 44 seconds. So he basically played 45 minutes out of 48. Yeah, he played. Yeah, but at the same time, like if you watch the game, you just went. I, as once again, I can't emphasize enough. They, I know they did not win the game, but when the game was hot, it was Jimmy that was making them actually look like a team that might actually be able to win the game. Which we'll touch on in game three as well, but. They were never a chance when Jimmy wasn't doing stuff. I mean, to play 44 minutes, you have to be doing stuff. <laughs> <laughs> like LeBron and Davis, 39 minutes, 33 points, LeBron, 32 Davis, nine rebounds, LeBron, 14 Davis, nine assists, LeBron. LeBron just does his assists and he's a gun. Rajon <laughs> Rondo was also, Rondo Rondo was also very points. good off the bench, and so yes, was Kelly Olinick. Why is that man off the bench, Rondo? I don't understand. He's a gun. Start him. Starting point guard. No, yeah, don't, starts, don't, don't do LeBron's it. He's an official point guard. He's not a small forward or power forward anymore. He's an official point guard. Yeah, but you look at it. 
listed, you got KCP as a point guard and Danny Green as a shooting guard. Danny Green's been trained. Who have you got on your bench as your point guard? Just take Danny Green. Caruso. Yeah, Caruso's goat. Oh, come on. (laughs) J.R. Smith. J.R. Smith can run with the ball. Quinn You know what? Dion Waiters. Nah, we'll settle this. (laughs) It's JaVale McGee when he plays. You're looking for a fault in a team that won. Like, it's working, <laughs> what they're doing. No, I, Rondo has to start. 16 points, 10 assists from the bench, son. That's all he can do is on the bench. That's, you can only do it on the bench. He's a fucking beast. I love you did mention just Kelly quietly. Olenek, though. You did mention Kelly Olenek, Nick. We gotta I did. Shed a little bit of hype, because this is probably the only podcast that ever will. <laughs> and I don't think we'll... We'll do it begrudgingly. Like, we won't really be too thrilled about it. But, yeah, Kelly Olenek... And we'll move on to game three. So, <laughs> the Heat get one back. No, I right, will just say, Myers Leonard gets his first start and plays nine minutes. And, Lebr- and LeBron didn't have a turnover in game two. That's so this nuts. Is the Kelly Olenek praise there. We talk about Myers Leonard and LeBron <laughs> James not getting a turnover. Mind you, LeBron James did then go and have eight turnovers in game three. Which right, is right, I'll, 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 give, I'll give a little bit of... Kelly, just before we move on, he had 24 points, nine rebounds, two assists. He That's... shot 56% from the field, 42% from three-point line. So he did it. A golf bit. It's a golf clap. It's probably his best game he'll ever have. And they still lost. <laughs> anyway, moving on to game three. Game three, all right. <laughs> all righty. So this is where you can... Uh... Hold your breath, boys. Kyle Kuzma, 19 points. That's more than Marquise three. Mar- Marquise Morris also had 19 off the bench while Anthony Davis fought through foul trouble, hindering him to only 15 points. Uh, obviously, you could see between the big two having 13 turnovers between them severely influenced this game as well. Uh, and Jimmy Butler going for a 40-point triple-double and absolutely dominating the game. Um, definitely laid the groundwork for Miami to get one back. Again, it laid the groundwork, but you also look at the spread. You guys said LeBron with 25, Davis, as you said, only 15. But then it's like your next one's like five points, two points, four points, four, four, eight. You got your two or 19. Where you look at the spread from Miami, you got Butler with 40, but Robinson with 13, Hero with 17, uh, Crowder with 12, Kelly Olenek with 17. So they're getting good supply from more avenues than what the Lakers did in that game three. But fuck me, Butler shot 70%. Why he took... Butler absolutely dominated. I am still absolutely adamant he's been the best player this series. It is basically the case of two versus one, and that is why it's 3-1. It's like the Cavs versus Warriors uh, for the last few years where LeBron was playing phenomenally. But you've got Golden State with Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green. It's just a, it's a better team. And all those three or four players that I mentioned, and Iggy as well, five, were all playing great as well. It's, it's one-man show against a five-man show with this yeah. Lakers versus Heat thing. Yes, Heat, yes, Butler's been phenomenal. But you can't deny LeBron and AD success as well. What I no. loved about that 40-point game was he didn't shoot a three. Yeah, it was he got 40 points. points. Foul line, right? And, and, in and the just post. driving. Just yeah. everything inside. And I love that. The other point I, 
the other point I want to come back to, though, with, with Jake, with what you're saying, you can't deny LeBron and AD, is when the uh, Golden State Warriors were winning their titles, we were all still in awe of what LeBron was doing, despite oh, the fact he was losing God, to four or five. We were probably still saying he was the best in the series. He was just coming up against a team. I uh, was campaigning that God's LeBron God. should get the finals MVP, despite not yeah. winning. Despite, like, what, they got swept? And I'm still yeah, going. Well, I'm still going. Yeah, I think he should get it, but you just can't do it. You know, I mean, like, yes, he had a forty-point game, but it's not like he wasn't. He hasn't been. He's been the best for the Heat, but you can't say he's been the best for the whole series when Jimmy Butler's nearly consistently. Had... Davis and LeBron are getting above twenty-five, almost Le... consistently. Jimmy Butler's nearly had three triple doubles, but so is LeBron. Yeah, so maybe you could dispute LeBron. I will say that, but Anthony, I wouldn't say Anthony Davis would be in that. Um, but Davis argument. won in the game in game four. Yeah, but he also played like an ass in game two. And even in game four, you have a look at his stat line. It's just, you know, he's got these four blocks, but he's still not dropping the 30 points, you know, getting the 15 rebounds in every game. He's gone missing a bit, a little too often to reward. Right. I like. If you had to give me a Lakers player to give our final MVP to, you'd be giving it to LeBron in a heartbeat. Right, so there's been four games. How many games did you say Jimmy Butler's almost had a triple-double? Three. He's had so one you, triple-double. You're saying all bar game one. Yeah, so he played well in games two, three, and four. And in game one, he I mean, he didn't play terribly, but he didn't play he had great. 23 he had points, t- but yeah, so he didn't feel the other stat lines. Yeah. Um, and he had, yeah. So, uh, look. I know they're down three one, but it would you could take Anthony Davis out of the race. It's down to LeBron or um or Jimmy Butler for who's been the best player in the series. And I don't even think it's close. Yeah, because it's LeBron. <laughs> I meant between them two and the rest. It's not a big debate. Uh, let's lead into game four. Miami Heat were starting to feel a bit like like, yeah, we can kind of do this. They started Tyler Hero as he now is officially the youngest player to ever start an NBA game. Uh, and I actually watched this game. This was the first final that I actually watched in depth. And it was, a crack- it was a cracker. I'll be honest, it what? was a cracker. I've seen highlights yeah. of the others. This is actually the first one where I sat down and watched it. Didn't spoil myself with results either. I sat down and watched it. I was yelling at you guys not to spoil it for me. And, yeah, it was a and we didn't. Great. And you didn't. It was a great contest. Uh, the Jimmy Butler was phenomenal. He started the first half. He didn't miss a shot, which was pretty phenomenal. Tyler Harrow was making crazy shots. Stupid shots, but crazy shots. Uh, Kuzma did his part. He got 18 LeBron started slow, but they finished great. And Lakers got up. Uh, And now they're up 3-1. And now it can, like, is it going to be Luke's theory where they're just going to do the gentleman sweep? Probably. All oh, <laughs> Miami, I could totally see Jimmy Butler thriving in the backs against the wall environment. Going like, all right, yeah, can't lose from now on. Let's do the Jimmy, thing. Jimmy Butler's mentality, if you're backed into a wall, you break the wall down. <laughs> Whoever is tra- tick- like, trapping you, he'll literally go through you and you'll have a Jimmy Butler hole in your chest cavity. <laughs> He would, uh, in my opinion, go tick for tack with Damian Lillard as the most competitive players you see in the NBA. Maybe Russell Westbrook too. Yep, yep. 
I'm throwing Marcus Smart in there. <laughs> I'll never put them in a lineup though, because they'll just wrestle for the ball. Every <laughs> yeah. each other. But I thought oh. this was the this was the best game of the series so far by far because it was a very gritty, grindy sort of duke it out style affair. The game was close all the way through, and then you know the the Lakers bench is is actually what got them home in the in the end. In my opinion, you look at players like you know Rajon Rondo doing his little bits and KCP doing his little bits, and then obviously you got your two stars. Uh, at the start of the series, this was the biggest concern whether their whether role players can step up, and it's in moments like these where you need your role players to step up to win you the game. And mm-hmm. and I just think that players like KCP really did that. So, it actually was it was a Davis three and block that won the game. Oh, hard. but even leading up to that, like at the, like before that, to get them into the position. Well, I agree. The game. No, no, I agree. I agree. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The role players were phenomenal. Just yeah. Davis well, being the most pitch. influential player. Yes, Luke. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, um, but actually, actually, I do agree. I, I do agree. Actually, Luke, so you think Davis is the most influential player in the series? Yes. Influential, not best. Jake, mm-hmm. who do you think's been the most influential player in the series? Dion Waiters. Uh, <laughs> Jared Dudley. Jared Udonis Haslam. <laughs> Definitely, I would love to see Udonis Haslam get some minutes. He Gabe probably Vincent. will. Jared Dudley, when the Lakers just walked off with 10 seconds to go in the game. Like, he was instrumental in that last 10 seconds. <laughs> Came in, inbounded. Oh, that's off to him. He's getting Wasn't it. a turnover. Was not a turnover, <laughs> LeBron. I think, I think that's the most <laughs> important part. <laughs> uh, who has been the most influential player in this series has to be LeBron. No, Anthony Davis. I'm sorry. It's Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis, interesting. Interesting. I feel like I feel like, inf- like the, yeah. the blocks as well as making the big yeah. game plays throughout this. Influential is completely different to best. Yeah. Yeah. And you saw it when LeBron when interesting AD hit that, when AD hit that three. LeBron was yeah. the loudest person in the entire Disney world of place. He was so oh, yeah. happy. he was so thrilled. That's about the only time you've heard that you... in Florida. Oh, yeah. In yeah. Florida. Just no, it was it, is it the passing of the torch moment? He's had a few the, already. I feel. Nah, that yeah. even that game winner uh, against Denver. Oh, that's it. Denver. That was probably more of a passing of the torch. That was fucking unreal. That was the passing of the torch with the one hand, like you know, the marathon run or the the relay. Yeah. You got the one hand at the back, and the guy behind, like hand. That was LeBron handing it AD. The game four NBA Finals was him like crossing the finish line, basically. Yeah, and two hands holding the torch, like, yeah, I've fucking got this, LeBron. Don't you? Let's worry. go. Let's fucking go. <laughs> I'm getting us across the. You can have the MVP, but I'm getting us across the line. <laughs> and then there's KCP at the line, going, "I'll take it too." <laughs> I'll he's be just, up. like, ha- he's hanging on the ankles of AD, <laughs> weighing him down. <laughs> and get off! Fuck up! And then fucking and- Danny Green's the baton. <laughs> <laughs> just getting carried just getting carried yeah the last thing I kind of want to touch on boys is I'm interested to get your your both your opinions on uh, Tyler Harrow's 
influence being the youngest player in NBA history to start an NBA final. He has well, now started three. How have you seen his influence? Well, I just more an influence. This is um three oh, pointers made in playoff. He has been the he has hit the most three pointers in a playoffs from a rookie with forty five. Ever. Mm. He's Ever, second yeah, in the that, scoring as well for yeah. Miami too during this final series. Yeah, so it goes Tyler Hero first with 45 and then Matt Maloney, 43, and that was in 1997. Third is Michael Porter Jr., the same as this year's or 2020. But yeah, Tyler Hero hitting the most three-pointers in playoffs by a rookie. So He's got he the green light except for in the fourth quarter with that's Jimmy Butler's time. <laughs> well, you, look you, at saw it, it, you saw it a bit. His youth kind of showed. Like he was getting he switched to constantly to LeBron or AD, but he would take the shot anyway. But that floater like, was pretty. Yeah, yes. like no, no. So when it, when they go in, fuck, they looked great. But when they didn't, you could just tell like that's veterancy winning over yeah. youth. And you look at He's the game a- as well. Like they like Duncan Robinson and Hero. Like they had shots there, but they would pass it back to Butler, and like Butler's having a crack at him, just saying, "You fucking shoot it." I'm giving you the ball because you're in a good position to shoot. Just fucking shoot. Arrows actually played the most fourth quarter minutes uh, in the NBA playoffs. This well, is going me heat. Don't you like proving us wrong? That's Nick Feldman with the stats. Here's a little fact. fact. Here's Fun a little, little fact. fact. It was basically a coin flip between Boston and Miami to get Tyler Hero. Really? Yeah. There's a way well, those kicks worked out. You did wrong. Well, again, we have guards and small forwards coming out of our ass. So. You also you also lost to Miami. Yeah, no, but you also just got swept in the not swept, gentlemen swept in the first round. Hey, we're still both losers, man. And I've got the number we one just, pick. We just get a better. <laughs> Is it weird that hope. Jake's in the better position? <laughs> yeah, they have the number one pick, but they have no hope. Oh, hey. I don't, hey, I'm not hey, saying hey, that. Hey, I'm not hey. saying Doc that. Rivers is giving us Ben Simmons for nothing. It's great. All right. Right now we are starting the segment of stereotypes. Last time we had Jake host this segment where he did um, party house party guests. We went through different types of party guests and what team they link up to. It was quite amusing. And he only did it for the bubble. So it was like 22 teams. This one is all 30 teams as... Season's almost over. I thought, fuck it, let's do them all. And the stereotype today is Australia's greatest breakfast staples with their franchises. <laughs> and that's the theme music for this segment. And I'll let that play out. <laughs> Unintentional. But yes, Australia's greatest breakfast staples. So I'll be going through breakfast staples and linking them to NBA franchises. So, starting alphabetically, which I like to do, is the Atlanta Hawks. And I believe they are rice bubbles. Reasoning. Been around for a while and is finally being recognised. They've got fresh new face with their jerseys and rice bubbles became known when they got the Snap, Crackle and Pop characters in. And the Snap, Crackle and Pop characters are Trey Young, John Collins and Clint Capella. Take your pick, which one's who? <laughs> oh, Crackle's got to be Capella. <laughs> <laughs> <I know. laughs> 
No, I like it, especially since uh, rice bubbles. Like, they start off pretty solid, but then they turn into just yeah. squishy pieces of shit, which reminds me of Atlantis <laughs> defense. So, <laughs> kind of works. Fair point. I think it's pretty fitting. All right. Now we'll go to my team, Boston Celtics. And this one was it, I found hard to do because... Here I comes the bias. Heavy, I put a lot of heavy bias coming to it, but I was trying to play that out of it. And I ended up going with leftover pizza because it's always the better scraps. the next. It's always better the next day, and I just Celtics keep finding a finding a way to improve year to year. So day by day, they just keep getting better. Yeah, I don't know if I agree with this one too much. I, 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 I the thing is, how would you just uh, the Boston Celtics are kind of like. Think of that cereal that's been like a staple in human breakfast for like years and years and years. Maybe like an eggs and bacon. That's always good, but it's never the best option. Tell I view the Boston that's, Celtics. That's where you're wrong. It's where you're wrong. They are the best <laughs> option because they fucking have the most championships. Anyway, this is my... And all of them, well, there were, three te- there were three teams in the NBA when they won them all. It's my fucking segment. And Lakers are about left to get pizza. 17 as well. <laughs> <laughs> you can no longer say that, too. Hey, hey, but we'll get to the Lakers in a minute. They, they, they're no slouches in the breakfast department. <laughs> Ever thought you'd say that about the Lakers? <laughs> 3 a.m. HSP. Anyway, I know I said this is going to be alphabet. There's a little bit here that's not alphabetically because I have to describe these two teams as one. And that is the New York Knicks and Brooklyn Nets. So the New York Knicks are Uncle Toby's oats, just porridge. And the Brooklyn Nets are Carmen's porridge. So they're both from the same <laughs> neighborhood being porridge, but one being Carmen's has added the talent already being the flavors. Whereas Uncle Toby's, you have to do that yourself. So it's waiting. Knicks are waiting to add the talent to make it good. Whereas Nets already have it. Hence, Carmen's already have the flavour. Uncle Toby's done. Love that. That's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I love. I love to think that the Bronx associate themselves with porridge. <laughs> hey, this is the proudest moment ever for them. A lot of thought went into this. I was up at twelve thirty last night finalising this list. You know what that represents? That's commitment. You have too much time in your hands. It's a, no, it's a Wednesday, it. for no. God's sakes. Yeah. I have to get up for work the next day. Anyway, we're going off topic. We've got to go back to the stereotypes. Next, back to alphabetical, is the Charlotte Hornets. Uncle Toby's plus. Don't really consider them as an option, but they have their plus side, the colour scheme. And the plus side in plus is all the range of fibre, antioxidants, Sport. What other I'm ones were there? <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't speak so highly of Charlotte, considering this is never just really one that you've really yeah. stretched on, isn't it? <laughs> you don't really consider them an option, but they have a plus side. Their color scheme and their jerseys. I think it's cool. You can get fucked. <laughs> okay, Jack. You did twenty-two <laughs> teams. Get fucked. <laughs> Look, we'll cut you some slack because you had to do thirty. All right, now we'll go to Chicago Bulls. They are Nesquik cereal. Reasoning. Loved as a kid, 
us being born in the 90s, but now you've grown out of the novelty. That might be the best one you've come up with. Because now they're just shit and you don't care about them. <laughs> so yeah, I'd rather take Coco Pops or something over Nesquik. Yeah, exactly. All, all you need in Nesquik is a quick rise to ascension, like the D-Rose days, and then you've nailed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah that so could be made, like yeah. you going back to Nesquik. Like you just yeah. walk past the supermarket and go, oh, I remember Nesquik. Let's have Nesquik. You're having like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I was and a then, kid. And then the Nesquik did his ACL. <laughs> <laughs> again and again and again. I moved to New York and became fucking porridge. Porridge. <laughs> 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 oh, next, Cleveland Cavaliers. They are Crunchy Nut cereal. For those who don't know what Crunchy Nut is, just picture cornflakes and honey it not right so the reasoning behind this is shit <laughs> but you went through a phase of enjoying it cavaliers of shit but you went through a phase where they won their one ring you enjoyed their basketball but that was it i feel now, like crunchy oh. nights like that cereal that you pretend you like it but you don't yeah. but like you want to act like you're healthy and shit like yeah i like it i'll eat it in front of my mates but like well i don't know what mates are watching you eat cereal no it's it, <laughs> I, like, I, I like we going. it's more the cereal. It's like yeah i like it don't worry but you're saying it because it's you're at your friend's house and that's the only cereal they have and you're trying to be polite it's like yeah yeah don't worry this is delicious it's delicious but it's it's not it's not you'll pass that phase of enjoying it and they're past their phase next dallas mavericks I've gone with cornflakes. They're versatile. So cornflakes aren't just for brekkie. You can do honey joys. They're, people use them as like a base for breadcrumbs. So they're versatile. Kind of basic, but still really good. I fucking love some cornflakes. And cornflakes? Yeah. We, are, are we going to mention their one-time ring in 2011 as well? Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. They're fucking really good. Cornflakes are dope. I'd... This is my opinion. I like cornflakes. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, this is your stereotype, son. You yeah, this, is well, this is yours. You, you tell us what we like. Okay, we like cornflakes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> apparently we like cornflakes. I like cornflakes. So fuck off. Right, you so could next. do a re revitalizing of their box, though. Like Dallas yes. with their fucking jerseys. Just exactly, exactly. It's kind of shit. Just like a weird. Is it? Is it a chicken? It's a weird rooster thing with a bowl of the fucking cereals. Just... Yeah, it's weird. Anyway, Denver Nuggets. They are the leftover KFC family box. Why? It's a fat man's dream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good. Well done. <laughs> uh, every time you reference a fat man in Denver, all I think about is that photo of teenage <laughs> yeah. tickle. So now, now, like, picture him with the darts and then just put a KFC family box in front of him. <laughs> a half eaten one, too. Half eaten, yeah. With a truck of cap, you got the holding cover door in the background. <laughs> hey, did you, guys, did you guys see that meme of the fat Denver team? No. You know what? Oh, I didn't. <laughs> but it's fucking funny. Send it to us later. Yeah, I'll have to do Where am I up to? Now, Detroit Pistons come up next, and they are just muesli and yogurt. They're cold. You kind of like it. There's aspects of it that you like. And they do have some aspects that if, like, if you mix it together, 
it's going to be good. So, like, you've got aspects there, though. Like, if, like, D. Rose, Blake Griffin mix well together, and if, like, Drummond could have mixed well, it's going to be delicious. But right now, they just have off yogurt. <laughs> <laughs> With muesli. Drummond uh, has left, by the way. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. When Drummond was there, if they could oh, have sorry, mixed yeah. that in well. Then that's why right now it's just off yogurt. <laughs> and they're stubborn. They're too stubborn to change it. They can't afford changing it. Actually. Yeah, that's exactly. And the, the bits that you love about it is like their jerseys. You like, I kind of like their Motor City sort of stuff. It's cool. Now, Golden State Warriors. Oh, nice. Here we go. Bacon and egg roll. You have your centerpieces in the bacon, Steph Curry, egg, Clay Thompson. And the roll, Draymond Green holding it all together. And then you can add your sources like Wiggins to Thank enhance you. it. But in reality, it, they are still elite without that source. Yeah. No, I like that. Yeah, fair bump. Fair bump. Fair well bump. That might be your best one so far. And now I feel like a bacon egg roll. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Honey! Yeah. Go ahead and get some bacon! <laughs> now, Houston Rockets. They are a coffee and a dart. This is perfect. This is perfect. In my stereotypes, I said the Houston Rockets were the smokers. This just works. They can be explosive and fun, but also cancerous and doesn't really fill you up for a big day. (laughs) A dart and black coffee is explosive. (laughs) Gets you going in the morning. Gets you ready for the day. Gets you ready, but it's a meal suppressant, so you think you're done, but like an hour later, you're you're, you're feeling it and you're hungry again and you're not doing much for the rest of the day. And as we see with their team chemistry, it's been cancerous. Now, Indiana Pacers, they are your staple wheat bix. Always performs. You, you do love your time together, but during that time, you always know there is something better out there. You also wouldn't want to bring them out in the big time moments like when you have your friends over because it can get, it just gets sloppy and it just gets sloppy as the meal goes on in reference to as the season progresses into the playoffs, they're sloppy. And in the big moments, you don't want to bring them out. Jack, you're on mute. I've, uh, I've, <laughs> I've got to give him some props. All right. That's pretty, pretty nail on the head accurate. And, I, you know, I, you do have times where you add wheat bix with sugar and all yeah. of a sudden it, it heightens, like, the days of when Paul George almost took him to the, to the finals. Exactly. And you had you a bit of maybe a little bit of fruit in there. Maybe warm milk. Does milk anyone have, have either of you guys tried that, warm milk with wheat bix Yes. I had cold milk, right, with a bit of hot water with sugar. And I just thought that's how you eat wheat bix because that's how I was taught. That's how you eat wheat bix <laughs> And what I've been informed thusly by all my peers is that's fucking wrong. So I'm, <laughs> yep. I'm doing, I'm like the Indiana Pacers in like the mid 2000s when there was just nothing. I'm, just, I'm off doing my own thing and it's wrong. And explaining wheat picks to Americans is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Now, this one's going to, exp- right. this is the LA Lakers. They are the 3 a.m. HSB slash kebab and chips. I called it earlier. They are filled with elite company. 
And it's all about the meat and chips, the two key pieces, LeBron and AD, and it's just amazing. I hope listeners are getting a little concerned with your breakfast intake. And then <laughs> the LA Clippers are that 8 a.m. HSP slash kebab and chips where it's filled with elite company and all about the meat and chips, Kawhi Leonard and PG, but it's just a letdown. Well oh, done. Okay. Well done. Very accurate. I see some of these some of these franchises you're diving into their history, others you're talking about what they did yesterday. <laughs> it's good. That's it's good. I like hey, it. hey it, to be fair, with his HSP reference to the Lakers versus Clippers, it's literally an eight AM HSP is a poor man's three AM HSP, just like the Lakers are a poor man's Clippers. Sorry, exactly. other way around. You knew what I meant. Yes, what I we have on our HSPs with source, by the way? What's our sources of choice? All of them. <laughs> Mine was always aioli and barbecue. Uh, yeah, it's garlic and chili. I don't mm. barbecue's too much sugar for me. Yeah, I agree. Garlic, double garlic and chili is what I did, which yeah. probably got just as yeah. much sugar. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. The Memphis Grizzlies, this is the one, this was the last one I got and it took me forever. I was up last night at the 12.30. I'm like, fuck, I've got one more. Let's just do it. I'm like, no, I've got work tomorrow. It's one more. I can think about it throughout the day. And I, it clicked. Right after work, it just clicked. The Memphis Grizzlies are acai bowls. They're colourful, young, new, fresh, very social media heavy in relation to the E beef. Um, but... And it was like, you got the granola, which is the old Memphis. Boring, but a fuck you up. Like you eat the granola, it just like fucks your teeth. And now they've added the fresh, fr- colourful fruits. Now they've added Jar Morant, fresh, young, brightens up the organisation. They've changed their font is what Jake and I spoke about a while back. They've got different colours and they're just making everything fresh. They're doing it under the radar. Well, yeah, the main yeah. Yeah. It's and not like polishing a turd. Came out of nowhere. Because the turd actually looks nice. Yeah, I was about to say, did you just nowhere. compare the Memphis Grizzlies to polishing a turd? <laughs> I'm sure John it was a turd. They were polishing a turd for a long time. They were polishing a turd, but then they're like, actually, hang on. We don't need to do this. Why don't we polish something nicer? And tune in for really our next year, Mark... Taz. Nah, just wait for Mike Conley and Marcus Ol to listen in. <laughs> Just tune in for our next stereotypes where Jake compares team franchises to shits. <laughs> but if we get stretched anyway. content, you wait. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're up to one of the, the other finalists in Miami Heat. They are the pancake parlor pancake mix. Like a lot <laughs> could go wrong with them, but with the right chef, everything will be perfect. The chef being Eric Spolstra. Because, you know, pancakes, they always say the first one's meant to fuck up. But, like, if you're good enough, the pancakes don't fuck up. And if you're a horrible cook, it's just... Yeah. Your, your pancakes are Absolutely bitten worse. Absolutely right. Now I just really want pancakes like Jake wanted bacon and eggs. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, you are right. I definitely think that, you know, everything's come together for them this year. And then, yeah. you know, if you want to add your controversial sort of, I guess, pancake topping being Jimmy Butler, and it's just all managed to work together. Yeah, Maybe Cana- Canadian pancakes. Because <laughs> everyone thought that was a fucking weird idea. <laughs> On to who we thought would be battling in the finals, uh, Milwaukee Bucks. They are the Macca's Brekkie. 
an elite choice, but can leave you feeling sluggish later on. So they're elite, but later on, they feel a bit sluggish and they don't perform in the playoffs. And as, as I said, Mac is, is an elite choice, but yeah. and they are a great team. So great breaky, and, great team, bang. Yeah. Now. Fair enough, actually. Let me just scroll down a little bit. <laughs> here we go. The Minnesota Timberwolves. Oh, this will be oh, fun. Here, okay, here we go. Chris Bix. Kind of forgettable, but when they pop up, it's nice. <laughs> because you picked the breakfast I've never had or heard of before. But great. It's the checkered ones. It's those checkered ones. No, I don't go no, I don't eat cereal that often, but great. Okay. So <laughs> we're kind of forgettable and shit, like you wouldn't really notice us in the supermarket or in a friend's cupboard. But if it was already poured to you, given to you, <laughs> and forced down your throat, you'll go, Okay, yeah, why not? <laughs> I wouldn't say forced down your throat, but you're kind of on the money. Okay, good. That, yeah, well, that's basically <laughs> how I support the team. All right. Now, New Orleans Pelicans. They are Nutrigrain. A very solid choice. It has a lot of hype around it. Everyone builds up Nutrigrain. Saying Nutrigrain's great. It's in a lot of Australian cupboards. If I, that's a fair assumption. Everyone loves it, except for Jake, who we've had this discussion. But for most Australians, it's there. But, and you won't be looked weirdly for choosing it, but questions might be asked for your reasonings for choosing it. And then I, uh, we'll, go, we'll go to Nick as someone that might know somebody <laughs> who used to go for a Nick? certain team and didn't really understand why. Nick, <laughs> why do you eat Nutrigrain? <laughs> the awkward thing is I don't that's exactly why I don't follow New Orleans <laughs> exactly and we'll get to because probably New, what he eats later <laughs> because Nutrigrain was never a staple in my pantry so I cannot relate on any level I've probably it had it once yeah. in my life it and it wasn't too much memorable. of a staple in mine it wasn't too much of a yeah. staple in mine I, but there's a lot of there's so many ads about it it's like Nutrigrain's so good for you Nutrigrain bars Iron Man that's what they build it up to be it's like the Iron Man have this which is what my mum so loves. My mum would see that ad and go like, okay, I want my son to be just like that. But she didn't inform me that I'm eating a soggy fucking brick. <laughs> <laughs> they look like bricks. They got the three holes in it. Exactly. We could build um, a fair, like, decent home with that. But yeah. Uh, build, no, yeah. even better. You could build Danny Green's career with it. <laughs> we could build an outdoor veranda for your house, Nick. Yeah, like Thanks. that. Well, yeah, that I, I think I think it was kind of fitting for Pelicans. Now, OKC, they are just your simple up and go. You don't think it'll be much, but it packs a punch and has so many flavors and ways to beat you. Just a nice little simple, little simple one for OKC. Um, we'll move Great on one. to Orlando Magic. I think Jake might like this one. They are Cocoa Pops. <laughs> a little bit like the rice bubbles, but a, a classic, but with just some just some fun and has that bit of an extra pop and flavour. And that extra pop is Aaron Gordon's hops and a lot of the names they've had in their histories of Shaq, Penny Hardaway, Horace Grant. You just go through. You think you're big, big threes. who's great with the pick and pop. Vooch. Barbite. <laughs> Dwight. So you just go down, a few bigs, got the pop. 
got a story with yeah. Coco Pops. When I started adulting and I moved out of home for the first time, we did a massive shop to fill you up adult? our pantry and fridge. <laughs> and we just and I decided like, all right, we've got to get some breakfast. And I started off getting the staples like wheat beaks and fuck, I even got Nutri-Crack and shit like that because <laughs> you need those in your house. But then I'm like, wait, I'm paying for this. It's my breakfast. I can decide what I want. So I, you bet your bottom dollar I got Cocoa Pops. It costs more than all the other cereals combined. But yeah, it, is I, that it was not, worth it. Is that not the single greatest joy of moving out? The, the moment where you realize oh. that you can eat spaghetti for two days <laughs> two weeks straight and not have someone tell you off about it how yeah. good is it oh. <laughs> if I, I want to come here for a week I can have a cookie yeah, oh, no, I, uh, stop me. I got I got fat on that novelty I'm like I can just go I get a pack of chips that I want no one's going to stop me yeah. I did Man, that like, the first, every day <laughs> the first time I moved out in my first two weeks by myself I could have sworn to God I had the same Latina ravioli for every night for <laughs> two weeks straight <laughs> fuck yeah now <laughs> We will move on to Philadelphia 76ers. They are butter and Vegemite on an English muffin. I oh, know this is dangerous. This could it's hurt feelings, Luke. It's, Be careful, it's Aussie. Luke. It's Aussie. A good duo, but too much can go wrong. Also, due to the fact that it is crap without the butter in Simmons, but still competent without the Vegemite. So if you just had butter on your English muffin, it's still great. I just, just had Simmons really there. want English muffins now. So you just put Simmons in there, it's good. But if you just have Jojo as your Vegemite, you, you don't want that, as you saw with them getting swept. I'm not saying Jojo is crap. I'm just saying they work better business. together. They You've work had a missed together. opportunity there. Oh, like ben Simmons should have been the Vegemite, just saying. No, Being I understand Italian. because Australian, but... I'll look at it. If you, they're good, they're better together. But Simmons is competent without the Sixers are competent without Embiid, but they aren't as competent without Simmons, as we saw in the, the other, playoffs. I think the other good relation with that is that English muffins can be easily substituted for like bread and toast yeah, and shit, just toast, like all the yeah. all the role like players of the all, Philadelphia. All the role players, so. yeah. You put it on crumpets, you put on English muffins, you put on whole grain toast, multi whatever you want. A salada. Yes, a, a, a no. salada even. Do I'm not rate a salada. I'm with Jack on that one. It, Majority you rules. Squish it, it comes out it comes through, the, through holes, the holes. You lick the holes, you eat your vegetables, oh, yeah. and salada. Get <laughs> your mind out of your bloody gutter. <laughs> I'm talking about an Aussie. Classic in primary school. At recess, uh, yeah. you get no, your smarter, you no, dig 100%. deep, you squish it hard, and you lick 100%. that thing raw. 100%. <laughs> You're literally talking now. about licking brown things out of holes. <laughs> All right, now you're getting down. Okay, Phoenix Suns. They are the old skip brecky. You've overslept and therefore need to rush out the door and now have no nutrients and sustenance for a long day ahead and can't get out of third gear. <laughs> I like that. No. <laughs> I don't know if it works, but I like it. Look, the thing it is, I always... In general, not with their bubble performance. <laughs> I was going to say, I think they're more like a, uh, a dart and a... Um, what was it? A dart and... Oh, coffee, coffee and a dart. Yeah, coffee and a dart, because they always no, come out quick no, and then they no. fade quickly. No, no, they all skip brekkie. It's got to be. 
no nutrients. You think you can last the whole, the whole day, the whole season, but you just start fading. Yeah, fair. Yeah. Uh, oh no. The Portland Trailblazers. Now remember, this is me. They are Sultana brand. Everything about it is great, except one key aspect, and it is a select taste. <laughs> the Sultanas. I don't like Sultanas. I don't like CJ McCollum. CJ McCollum is a Sultana. I like everything else about it, except the Sultana. <laughs> Bias. You just don't like Portland. I just don't like CJ. I like Sultana brand. I like Portland. I like Portland. I just don't like CJ. I do I think, though, like you, you are right about the missing piece part of it. I just don't think it's necessarily CJ. I think it's the fact that we don't have a wing. Anyway. Moving on. We're almost, we're almost we're on the final stretch here. We're at Team 26. And that is Sacramento Kings. Couldn't go past. They are Special K. It's, just, it's just the K. Special K, Special Kings. That's the simplest. But also, no, also, (laughs) they are a bit bland by themselves, but have the potential to be elite. If you want to add, just put it in milk with some sugar over the top, or you can add just strawberries to it, or any type of berries. You can add stuff to it. Has the potential to be amazing. You got De'Aaron Fox, Bagley, all these potential pieces that can be. We're talking about the Sacramento Kings here. Yeah, the team that's never been amazing. Are you sure? Are you sure? They're about they're about the only team I think I've never seen make the playoffs in as long as no. I follow basketball, which is about twelve years. They have potential. <laughs> I'm not saying they are amazing. <laughs> they're a bit bland as well, is what I said. Did you listen? They are a bit bland but have the potential. Can what I would you go for a listen? breakfast with the Sacramento Kings, Nick? What would you go? Oh, oh God, that's really hard to say. Um, I think that and you guys can pick your own cereals accordingly here. Just a team that continuously underperforms despite all the hype. What cereal would you put that behind? A cereal? Special K. Mm. Yeah, Special K, why not? Yeah. All right, we'll go with Special K just for just for the sake of the... Now, we move to Team 27, and that is the San Antonio Spurs. There's been bacon, egg, and muffins, but there hasn't been bacon and eggs. Bacon, egg, roll. That's... Is that it? Yeah, I'll, I'll explain. I had a list of cereals, and I thought, this is just going to... Oh, not cereal. Cere- a list of breakfast, and this is going to help me get the ball rolling. And then I started going, okay, that can link up there. But if I started playing that old linking game, you go to there, you go to there, I get left with like 10 that I'm just like, it just doesn't fit. Yeah. So I, I got you. the ball rolling, and then I just started explaining teams in my head and then thought of breakfast and brought it in yeah so there might not be some of your classics in there that you love dearly but that is because i didn't it was going to be too hard to try and explain it anyway spc spaghetti san antonio spurs are all brand cereal it's everything you need but don't want (laughs) you can totally picture greg popper just eating some all brand Plain face, just <laughs> yep. on the bench. And you just hear the... <laughs> and they're just so boring to watch. His exactly. player makes, a player makes a three or something on his team. He drops his all brand. What the... <laughs> was that? Step in three feet. <laughs> Mid-range. 
Pass you maybe drop the old branch. <laughs> pass it more. There's still 10 seconds on the shot clock. Yeah, keep passing. <laughs> the old Spurs ball is all brand cereal. Mm. Now, we move to the... Well, they're not so much defending champs now because they got booted, but they were the <laughs> champs last year. The Toronto Raptors. They are the Cafe Big Breakfast, a well-balanced meal where every ingredient plays their part. Yep. Right there. Simple. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. And occasionally, well, occasionally you add something to it and you give it your moment of glory too. Exactly. Kind of works exactly. as well because big breakfasts are getting more and more expensive due to bloody cafes charging you an arm yep. and a leg. And Toronto Stupid. is becoming one of the most expensive, oh, well-loved franchises out there. They're nearing the top five. They're not there yet, but they're yep. nearing it. Stupid. Now, Utah Jazz. Is a croissant. It's kind of good, but kind of boring at the same time. In French. <laughs> There's nothing in the croissant. It's just a croissant. Well, you can add your ham and cheese croissant for your duo mix, like with your ham being Donovan. Got and, chocolate as well. And you got your chocolate. So there's a variety you can use from it. There's a variety of players at Utah that can perform, but it's kind of good, kind of boring at the same time in French. <laughs> now, finally, the moment we've all been waiting. Not really, though, we've been waiting. We haven't been waiting for this yet. We wish it could go on. It's the Washington Wizards, the final team on this list, and they are sustained cereal. Not many of you would know sustain. Exactly. It's, <laughs> it's, and not many of you would know much about the Wizards. <laughs> and the reasoning behind this is not that it is there just has to be something seriously wrong with you to purchase or support this <laughs> like why massacre yourself why do that to yeah. yourself like sustain is almost a rip off of like those it's like a mixture of like just right your plus your sultana brands and stuff like that it's just no point in getting it they try and make it eat it by adding it to those fun packs that you always used to take camping but they always just get tossed in the bin. Yeah, yeah. Or you have that one dude who's just like, no, nah, I'm drinking beers all weekend. I'll eat healthy. Fucking knob. <laughs> Is that you, Luke? <laughs> no. You know what I have for breakfast when I go camping? Fucking beer. Leftover pizza? <laughs> beer. Beer, barbecue dimmies. <laughs> Leftover beer with bloody dirt in it. Yep. Well, that's, 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 I hope you enjoyed. That's my stereotypes. Yeah, right. That done well. Yeah, I thought. Thank yeah, you. I thought uh, pretty accurate for the most part. You could, all the part. part. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we'll wrap it up there for the app. Just quickly, maybe because there's going to be an NBA champion, we should be a bit more excited. So, just quick fire, guys. Who's going to be the MVP, and how many LeBron. games the Lakers can take until they win? LeBron <laughs> in the next one. LeBron and five. LeBron in, in the next two. LeBron six, and I'll also go with LeBron and five. So congratulations, Lakers. You're almost guaranteed to win it, and you'll also shut Luke up with talking about Boston winning the most championships. Well, no, That's no, because we still would have won the most. We're still up there with you're still equal first. You've still won the most. There's just another Damn. team there. Damn it. All right, I've got to wait for bloody <laughs> LeBron's son to come in, and then LeBron will probably Lakers will win another one. Uh, Lakers just go back to back. Yeah, let's do it. All righty, guys. We'll wrap it up there. Cheers, guys. Peace. Adios.